Welcome to the Ultimate Dentist Podcast. Join us to hear success stories of various individuals and learn clinical and life hacks to help you become the ultimate dentist. Hi everyone, I hope you are all doing great. Uh, in today's short episode, I would like to discuss some of the differences between single tooth versus full mouth reconstruction cases. And uh, I would like to discuss seven key differences. And um, most of the time when I am running courses, hands-on courses or events, and I'm lecturing and I ask um, all the dentists, um, I have a, f- a slide with the, you know, the bridge. Uh, one end is single tooth dentistry and the other end is FMR. And I always ask people that, you know, what do you think the single most factor which um, differentiates between someone doing single tooth dentistry and making that jump into doing full mouth reconstruction. And almost everyone says occlusion. And they are correct. Occlusion is one of the most key difference between single tooth dentistry and full mouth reconstruction cases. You know, um, if you're doing single crowns, if you can do bonding, then yes, you can do 28 crowns or 28 bonding uh, on the teeth but you need to know how you can uh, manage to marry them together and in a in a such a way that patient don't end up destroying their teeth because one of the one of the risk of mismanaging full mouth reconstruction is patient comes back with fracturing um, and damaging their restorations many times patient gets used to with that but um, yes, those bruxis patient, um, you will see that they, they will be destroying your restoration very, very quickly if you do not take occlusion into consideration. Along with that, they can develop many other issues, rather TMJ issues, flaring of the teeth, mobility of the teeth, um, and, and issues such as those. So occlusion is the key for um, doing full mouth reconstruction. However, this is where everyone comes short. People think that occlusion is the only thing you need to know when it comes to doing jump from making a jump from single to dentistry to full mouth reconstruction. However, there are other six six key um, things which I would like to discuss today, apart from occlusion, which you need to know. Number one, is communication with patient and technician. And this is something very often overlooked. You need to make sure that you have really good rapport with that patient who you are going to do full mouth reconstruction because eventually you will be literally doing treatment for every single teeth. And so if the patient when come back, if they come back and they break any restoration, you can't say, oh, this is not done by me or this is old restoration because you, you will be eventually treating every single tooth. So you need to make sure and you'll be seeing that patient again and again and again for multiple appointments. So you need to make sure that you have a really good rapport with that patient. It's life-changing for patients. However, it can make your life miserable as well if patients, um, not you and patient are not on the same page. So I am very selective as to who I treat, um, whom I treat, do the treatment to uh, when it comes to doing full mouth reconstruction or full arch implant dentistry for that matter. It's not the same as doing single crown, even though patients, you don't like patient and just, you know, just finish the crown and then patient's gone. It's 
it's a it's a it's a journey which you and patients going to go through and if patients not happy or patients miserable or you are not happy with the patient or you can't get on with each other then there is no point in doing full mouth reconstruction you can happily refer that patient to somewhere else now similarly you need to have a really good technician who you can understand they you both can communicate i have had issues in past where i've sent wax up to technician i have sent them written um a4 size page uh, instructions and my treatment plan explaining it to them how i want them to do wax up and what kind of treatment i want to do and technician has completely ignored it um and just did whatever they felt was the best thing to do and of course no one wants to do a bad job i mean they technicians most of the technician i know they're really proud of their work and they they really enjoy doing that work it's just that the communication needs to be you both need to be on the same page otherwise if let's say for example you're not planning to do buckle veneers and if the technician sends you wax up with palatal incisal and buckle wax and now you've done a mock up using that wax up patient will be under illusion that after you finish your treatment the their teeth shape will change completely and it will look really really nice now you haven't quoted patient for buccal veneers composite or porcelain and uh, when you finish your palatal incisor build up patient will be disappointed with the results because the mock up it's not identical to what you're proposing so make sure that you have really good technician and you have um you have good communication between technician and yourself so that you both are on the same page so communication is number one key factor apart from occlusion when it comes to doing full mouth reconstruction and it can you can make a a really you can mess things up really big time if you're not very good and you're not very careful with that and the other difference between single to dentistry versus full mouth reconstruction is that the the damage you can make by ignoring few things the impact of that would be massive if you're doing full mouth reconstruction if you're doing single to dentistry many time patient conformity dentistry patient will get used to with that or you can change a single crown or single restoration and everything will be fine however full mouth reconstruction is completely different beast so if you are not careful you can really make mess things up the number 2 most important factor apart from occlusion is temporomandibular joint you need to have you need to have training on assessing tmj make sure that you do load testing you you assess tmj that vertical height you're going to increase obd you need to assess that various ways to make sure that patient will get used to with that increase in obd so um make t- temporomandibular joint is one of the key aspects you need to assess when it comes to doing risk assessment and that leads to my point number 3 risk assessment you need to be able to risk assess yourself and your cases we discussed this in last podcast how to do risk assessment so if you haven't listened to that listen to the previous podcast and you will know how i do risk assessment for all my full mouth reconstruction cases but risk assessment is key when it comes to doing full mouth reconstruction versus single tooth of course we're going to do risk assessment for single tooth dentistry however the implication 
of not doing risk assessment for full mouth reconstruction is much, much more bigger than for single tooth dentistry. So again, if you make a mistake in single tooth dentistry, it's much less magnified than when you do mistake in full mouth reconstruction. Number four factor. So number one was communication. Second was temporary mandibular joint. Third was risk assessment. Now number four is treatment planning. And this is again a key when it comes to doing full mouth reconstruction. Occlusion is actually part of the treatment planning, one aspect of treatment planning. And you need to, when you are doing treatment planning, you need to really plan your cases by asking questions. Ask questions to yourself, ask questions to patients, ask questions all the time when you are treatment planning. And when I teach, I go through all the questions, what I ask when it comes to when I do treatment planning, such as uh, load testing, um, curve of uh, of speed, um, whether teeth are in the right position. So you need to make sure you assessed all that. And occlusion, again, is part of that, but not the only factor. So treatment planning for full mouth reconstruction is completely different than treatment planning for single tooth dentistry. So if you feel that you're very good at doing single tooth dentistry, and because of that, without any training, you can just do full mouth reconstruction, then you are really um, delusional because um, it's, it's like when you are doing, if, if you are doing full arch implants, then you would know that, you know, just doing single implants and very effectively and nicely doesn't entitle you to start doing full arch implants. Full arch implants are completely different beast than when it comes to doing single implants. Yes, you need to have the skills. You need to have the skills of placement of implants. You need to know how to raise a flap. You need to know how to numb the area. But even then, when you're doing full arch implants, numbing patient is completely different heart than numbing patient for single tooth or um, few few um, implants. And you know, this is something I learned quite, um, you know, um, with mistakes, I thought that I can place implants, I can do really extensive grafting and bone grafting and sinus lift and everything, soft tissue grafting. You know, I thought, okay, I could possibly do uh, full arch implant by watching videos or, you know, listening to people. However, you know, um, full arch implant is completely different beast. And that's why I have two mentors who's helping me, who helped me uh, when I was starting my journey. And I still, time to time, take their help because, you know, when I feel that, okay, I'm, I'm slacking or I'm not doing, I'm not thinking enough, um, I go back to my mentors. So again, you know, you need to have training and mentoring when you come when it comes to doing full mouth reconstruction. So number five is training and mentoring. So number one was communication with patient and technician. Number two was assessing temporomandibular joint. Number three was risk assessment. Number four was treatment planning. And number five is training and mentoring, which is the key when it comes to doing full mouth reconstruction. Again, if you feel that you are very good at doing single to dentistry, you've done three to three bonding, uh, veneers, you've done even five to five veneers, um, and, and you can do full mouth reconstruction, then yes, you have the skills, you have, 
you know, again, I go back to the implant that you know how to raise a flap, you know how to place implant, you know how to drill hole in the bone. But again, planning and the sequencing is completely different when it comes to doing full matrix construction. So in my opinion, training and mentoring is a must when it comes to doing full matrix construction, not only to get you, uh, keep you away from GDC, because obviously if, you, if something happens to your case, if you've done full matrix construction, if you cannot show that you had a specific training for full matrix construction, then you can lend yourself into trouble. And, you know, even if GDC is not in the picture, litigation is not in the picture, you want to learn things in a systematic way, in a simple way from someone who has done this before. Now, again, it may sound this is like a promotion for my course, but it's not. It's not. I genuinely feel that mentoring and training is a key part of full multi construction. Again, I have many mentors. Still, I go back to my mentors and, you know, I discuss cases with them. And mentoring is something I actively, actively promote, uh, that everyone should have a mentor. However, it's like having doing a driving test. You can't go and start doing driving lessons until and unless you have passed your theory test. So make sure that you learn the theoretical knowledge before you ask mentor to help you. And ideally, you need to learn the theory from the same mentor so that you understand their way of doing full master construction or full arch dentistry or full arch implants. So again, training and mentoring is the key. However, that's not enough. You need to develop lateral thinking and critical analysis. So that's number six. Apart from occlusion, which is again one of the factors which everyone recognizes, there are six other key factors we, we are discussing. The number one was communication. Number two was TMJ. Three was risk assessment. Four was treatment planning. Five was training and mentoring. And number six is lateral thinking and critical analysis. Because beyond getting training and mentoring, you need to be able to think yourself critically as to what mistakes you are doing. Because even mentor cannot be sitting next to you all the time. It's, it's you who need to evolve yourself. You learn from others and evolve yourself and, and try and figure out what mistakes you are doing. So that's a critical analysis. You need to really critically analyze every case you do. I you know, till date, if I've done so many full matrix construction, and if you pick any of them, I can show you mistakes I've made. I have, I can't, I have not found a single full matrix construction case where I've not made a even minor mistake. Yes, now obviously the more cases I'm doing, um, you know, the, the mistakes becomes smaller and smaller. And now I'm going very refinement. I'm looking at the gingiva. I'm looking at the the position of the alignment of the teeth. I'm looking at the the at what point my occlusal contact is there. So I'm I'm refining it a lot and um, you know critique critiquing myself a lot. But even you know I'm raising my standards. That means. But that means that I still don't have a case which is 100% to my satisfaction. And I'm happy with that because as a dentist, we are practicing clinician. We are practicing. We are never perfect. And this is something I want you to take away from this is that we are always striving 
towards perfection, but we're never going to reach them. And that's the journey. Journey is the one which you're looking for. So, so one was critical analysis, and the other thing is a lateral thinking. Because no matter how good you are, no matter how much rehearsal you've done, you will get stuck. As Mike Tyson has said once that, you know, uh, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. So, yes, you will have planning. You will plan everything. You will write everything down. You will you'll ask people hundreds of questions. But at the time, you will come across issues which you will need to deal with it. And the only way it will help you deal with it is by thinking laterally. Okay, I've done this way. It didn't work. What else I can do? And... Once you remove the problem from the from the problem and think about the solution of that problem, you will be able to get an answer of any problem. So make sure you you develop lateral thinking. So and and the best way to do is to start developing that lateral thinking and critical analysis by when you're doing single tooth dentistry. You know, start doing that with single tooth. So that when, when it comes to doing full mouth reconstruction, you will learn how to critique yourself better. One of the best way to do that is take photographs. You know, if I can take photographs and videos uh, of every single procedure I, I'm doing, I would be much better clinician than who I am right now. It's just that physically it's, it's difficult to take video. I mean, I take photographs of every single thing I do now. Um, but taking videos, I still struggle because I work in different practices and, you know, set up for the videos is difficult. But this is something I'm looking into. And if you know how to, how to record videos, reach out to me because I need help um, for, for helping others. But not only that, helping me because I go back and I look at my photos. I look at my uh, recording when I have a nurse and, you know, they're recording my surgeries or my restorations. Um, I look back and I, I, you know, some some things you do subconsciously which you never think about. Um, and when you start doing it, you will only then understand what you are doing. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. As I said, um, I and, and I hope I haven't made this podcast doom and gloom kind of situation. Um, I wanted to just let you, every, let everyone know that, you know, single tooth versus full mouth reconstruction is a different thing. Um, you, so, so full mouth reconstruction, not simply doing whatever you do on a single teeth, 28 times. And, um, you know, I see many dentists who are confident, you know, opposite to my skill. I'm, I'm very underconfident. And, you know, I did, I observed, uh, I mean, I don't know, I observed probably 20 cases before I started doing any full mouth reconstruction. I observed someone for two years um and and then I started doing Kuri technique. I I really observed someone, assisted someone for two years for Kuri technique, block grafting before I started doing block grafting. So I'm always slow in implementing, uh, making sure that you know I've ticked all the boxes. If you're not that kind of person, that's not a problem. Just make sure that you have a right training and right mentor beside you. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I will I will see you in the next podcast. Have a lovely day. Thank you.